the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to know what your competitors are up to? Serving as an essential ad and marketing intelligence platform, Social Peta covers advertising data from over 80 global ad networks across 70 countries and regions. And they have more than 300 enterprise clients. You might have heard of a few, including Google, Tencent Games, NetEase Games, and so much more. Learn more by visiting socialpeta.com. That's socialpeta.com. Do you want to create your very own app, but you don't have any programming skills? Well, check out Bravo Studio the fastest mobile app building platform. Bravo converts your designs into fully native iOS and Android apps without any coding. Learn more at bravostudio.app. That, once again, is bravostudio.app. This is my favorite part of the show. We're going to talk for those who are just ending with part one, part two. I want to learn from Sarah what she's learned from selling a company and then how she's using that to inform ActiveVote and then any of the projects that she's been working on. But Sarah, it's my favorite part of the show. We're going to go into corny jokes. I'm calling it corny jokes. Somebody was like, yo, it's not just dad jokes. It could be mom jokes too. She called me out. And so I love her for it. But we're going to call it corny jokes. And then... Oh, that wasn't too loud, but okay. Do you, as a guest, do you want to go first or we're going to play for coffee, but do you want me to go first? I mean, mine are pretty good. So it depends how confident you feel today. I don't feel like, you know what? I used to feel really confident and then people have gotten really good at, I'll go first then. How about that? All right. All right. Go for it. Okay. Here we go, Sarah. What do you call an American bee? What do you call an American bee? What? USB. Okay. Love it. Um, all right. All my jokes are politics and, you know, voting related because, you know, that's what I do. But here we go. What did the penny say on the campaign trail? No idea. It's time for change. <laughs> all right. Since we're both S's, put a Y for me and then put a G for Sarah, Sarah Gifford or S Y Young for me and then. The, the loser has to buy coffee for the winner. So we'll play for that. All right, Sarah, let's take a look at some of the apps. So if you guys want us to take a look at your apps, it's pretty simple. All you got to do is go to appmasters.com slash audit. I love having these. We have a long list, so there's about a six-month wait. But if you want us to look at it on for free, just go to appmasters.com slash audit, and we'll take a look at it there. All right, early results, pretty even. So more votes, please. More votes. All right. Imram, she's got a weather app. Let me show the screen. And he wants help audit app listing for help on conversions and usability to help retain users. So it's a weather app. It's doing pretty well from what I can see, Sarah. So if I go down 10,000, decent, right? We talk about milestones here. Looks like there's some monetization. Anything that sticks out to you from just like the app store presence? What do you feel about the icon screenshots? Anything that sticks out to you? I, I like the icon. I, I don't know. You, you scroll pretty quick, but it seems like it hasn't been updated in a while. Um, oh, sorry. Maybe it's like a perf- perfect product market fit. Um, mm-hmm. But 
kind of curious, you know, how, how that's going um, as, a, as a first place. Also curious how this is, how, how we differentiate from, say, you know, the, the, the big guns in this weather space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that front, too. That's the first thing I thought about. I think the, yeah, let's talk about product market fit first and foremost, because I think the custom alerts, like, is it a storm tracker? Is it a hurricane? You know, like what need, what niche are you feeling first? And then there is a popular app called Carrot Weather that will like talk. It's a very like a sassy, uh, what's the right word, jokey feel to it. And there's a there was a carrot to do where it would make fun of you and be like, hey, you're a slacker, you're a loser, you got to get this stuff done. And they've done really well. And so it's like, what's your spin? And I had a friend who like has a weather app that curses all the time. Oh my effing God, it's going to be so cold today. So what's your take on it? I think it's it's weather. So like we all have a default weather app on our phones already. Like what's going to make me download a different app is what I would start thinking about first and foremost too. Okay, let's get into the ASO front. So I did look at, oh, I did. Well, where'd it go? So I'm going to go into, so one of the, this is a sponsor of ours, but I do want to shout them out because they are built in Ukraine. They're okay right now, but if you guys do want to support and check out, really use a great ASO tool. It is called asomobile.net, asomobile.net. And then if you use the code at masters, you can save 20% off. And so if there's a way to utilize a ASO tool, I really like what they have and what they built and support the U a company in the Ukraine, then do that, asomobile.net. So one of the things I do, and I like to do on Android too, Sarah, is look at a popular app on iOS that isn't on Android because they typically have search volume. So I put in Dark Sky, which is one of the top paid apps on iOS. It's a weather app, and it seems to have pretty decent traffic. I think they are doing a good job of going after that keyword, and it's because they rank number 19. But from an ASO perspective, I might try to think about how do I rank higher for this particular keyword? Because as you can see on Android, you know, Storm Tracker, Storm, those don't have as high of a traffic score as let's say a dark sky does. Okay. And so that's, that's one thing I wanted to pull out. And the one thing I really like about this ASO mobile.net as well is you can do keyword finder. And so there's a lot of ways that you can find low competitive keywords, especially if you're just trying to find product market fit here, you can, it's loading a little bit, but they'll try to find you related terms that are low competition. So especially in the early days, you might want to go after those particular terms first and foremost too. All right, I think let's take a look at the app while that loads. Give them some help on the usability. Sky. Locate me. Okay. Okay. It's a pro feature. All right. Weather filters for the next seven days. So I don't know what the star means. I don't know if I'm supposed to tap on it. Engage. I do want that. Drying laundry. I like that. Sarah, that's how we used to dry laundry. <laughs> like my parents never used the dryer. It was like 10 minutes. We just hang our clothes up. I was like, why did you do this? Ah, it's cheaper. You know, I was like, okay. Oh. Same with me. Exactly how I grew up. Um, oh, really? That's funny. Yep. Responsible uh, for the clothesline. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, you know, I look back on it. I'm like, it was a good bonding time for me and my mom. And now I'm the sole like laundry person at our house. Uh, I love doing laundry actually. Okay. Trigger alert. Good skill to have. Okay. Okay. So they do give you alerts. It's a long. Oh, interesting. I like this. I'm going to skip over that. Fahrenheit. So here's one thing. I don't like this unlock the pro version. I'd rather you just show me the pricing page versus saying, oh, that's what the pricing page is. Oh, that's even worse. So I would rather you show me a pricing page, a page that lists out what I get with the pro version, you know, what the price is versus just having a button and then asking me to pay through Google. So I think that could help out a lot and ran like I wouldn't do it that way. So take me to the app because if you're going to show me, nobody's going to hit that. It's like, buy. Okay. Um, nobody wants to buy anything. So just show it to me. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what this does, sir. Yeah. Show me this page though. So for those who are just listening on the podcast, it says upgrade for pro. And then now you have a three day trial. You have a lifetime offer, but I don't know what the prices are. So I don't really, it feels sneaky to me, right? Like scammy, spammy in a way where if you don't show me the price, like I almost feel like, Oh, I don't want to tap it either. Cause I don't know what's going to happen. Any thoughts on your end, Sarah? Yeah, I think similar. Um, and I, it feels like we're, we're real quick into the paying before I know what the app does for me yet. Um, yeah. So a little bit more of, of letting me poke around before getting into the payment side. I need to fall in love first. Oh, the pricing is to pay once for like three fifty, and what's the trial? For like a dollar or something? Yeah. See, I think you can charge more. I mean, you're not going to – there's not – I noticed this back in the day and still holds true. I think we had a paid app that was 99 cents. We increased it 199. And then while we got less revenue, like less buyers, we actually made more money. So I don't think there's a huge difference, especially at that low of a price point. I almost feel like, what are you really offering me a lifetime for just three bucks? Like that doesn't seem, I know it's weather. So it's another thing, but given that it's weather, you might really want to think about ads too. I use Yahoo weather. I love that app. There's a lot of ads in there, so you might want to be more ad-based, especially as Rudy said, if you're on Android, nobody wants to pay. So really play up the ads and really show more of the ads. Maybe it's not unlock your free trial. It's like remove the ads, annoying ads. And so I would do I would do it that way, in my opinion, is whoops, I don't know what happened to my thing. But the monetization I would try to test, Imran, is again, this is Android, so people aren't likely to pay, but maybe a remove ads just by itself. I can't pull back my Android phone anymore because I hit some button on my computer, but a subscription plan, but just to remove ads instead of the lifetime. So get them to either remove the ads or unlock the pro. That's the way I would try to make some money out of it and then increase the price. We have seen that lowering the price sometimes works better. So we're, we're running a couple of tests on this. Okay, I can't get back on Android, but I think increasing the price for you is important too. All right. And I did pick out an app, Sarah, that is more like local focus because Activote, you know, it's more of a local feel too, while you can help with the, the normal, especially for the med terms, right? It's all like local feel that I picked out an app and I was, wanted your take on how to approach marketing for 
an app that is national but local at the same time. Yeah. All right. Sarah, so, you know, congrats. You've sold a company. How many companies have you sold? Is it one or multiple? Two. Yeah. Two. Congratulations. Any so knowing what you know after selling company, anything you wish you did differently on that front? So, you know, on the one hand, no regrets. Um, you know, I made the choices I made, um, and 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 that was great. Um, but no regrets doesn't mean there aren't lessons learned. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, for things, and and some of those I applied. You know, from my first to my second. Um, if you're a, especially if you're a founder, so the so in the first, I kind of was very very early, wasn't wasn't technically a founder, but a very very early employee, um, and it's like it's like selling your baby, uh, and it's mm. super painful, and it's you know a very hard thing to deal with. Um, the second I was a you know much later along the line, um, actually brought in to help with that, um, and so it had a very very different feel to it. But what I learned from the first experience was, you know, the investment banks. The per person who's acquiring you, they don't want to talk about post-closing. They don't want to talk about what the world looks like afterwards. They just want to get through due diligence, get through the T's and C's and all the legal finance, you know, super fun stuff. Um, they don't want to talk about it, but it can make a huge difference. And so depending on your flexibility, depending on if, you know, who holds the cards in this negotiation, uh, one of the things I learned was, no, we're going to talk about post-closing because some of the choices that you're going to make later may, may impact Either A, do I want to sell to you or do I not want to sell to you? Um, mm. Or B, if I'm going to sell under those conditions, then I want you know, something else in the deal in the first place. Um, so especially for any founders out there listening um, who are you know, really invested in and have an emotional connection to their company, which is a very normal thing to feel, um, talk about post-closing um, because it will drastically impact how your life is, especially um, after the deal is closed. Now that might not be relevant, uh, you know, depending on where you are, but one of my big, uh, lessons learned, um, second big lesson learned, uh, it's always better, uh, that somebody else wants to buy you than that you're trying to sell yourself. Um, and because it changes the power dynamic, it changes the negotiation dynamic, uh, and, and how all of that goes. And so what can happen sometimes is you get an offer that feels too early. Uh, that you weren't looking for, uh, not you know, just not where you were yet. Uh, don't dismiss it. Uh, doesn't mean you take it, but don't dismiss it because you're going to have more power in that negotiation than you will in X months or years when you decide, hey, now I want to go out to market. I want to go put myself up for sale. Uh, so maybe those are the two quick hitters to start. But I want to make sure, Steve, I, I talk about the things that you're interested in. But those are my biggest two lessons learned. I like it. When you said post-sale, is it like, hey, how, what direction are we taking the company or what in detail do you mean by that? So how are they going to integrate you into that new company? Are mm. you, um, is your technology going to be integrated into their technology? Are they going to run you like a standalone business just under a new brand? Um, are they going to change the name of your product? Are they going to, you know, all of those little things. Um, what are they going to do with your employees? Uh, that was one I did push on, um, and I'm very glad I did, but because I had 1,200 employees. But you know, what are they going to do with those people? What's their life going to look like? Again, it doesn't have to meet, sync the deal, but those are some of the things that are really important to know. Um, because once you've sold, your leverage is gone. Okay. Now you're just an employee of someone else's company. Ah, I like it. Okay. Let's move to something fun, Sarah. Do you want to know the results of our battle round I do. I'm battle. very nervous. Your, your joke was pretty good. <laughs> okay. 
Well, thank you. You're, you're, I love somebody who just, you know, sells the joke. That's what we're both here for, to sell each other's jokes. All right, Samuel, thank you. We got Matthew. So that's 2-1, Sarah. I'm going to do like Survivor style. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> All right, Adrian, you traitor. All right, three, Sarah's up. And then we got Fernando. So it's 5-4 from what I counted. No, 4-3, Sarah. So I win round one. Excellent. The, <laughs> the other thing... I, I want to move into as well as after selling a company and then especially your second, like how has that informed how you make decisions moving forward? Are you, yeah. Like, do you think more of like a bigger, like, okay, let's say after the first to the second. Okay. After the first sale, you're like, do I think bigger or do you think like more like charitable? I don't, I don't know. How is that? How is selling the company informed your next business, your next project? So, you know, it does a few things. So one, you know, you, you learn so many things that you can apply the next go around that, that make things better. Um, two, you know, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to, you know, to make a little bit of money as part of that exit, uh, you can do something like Activote where I now spend all of that money building something. Cause we, we aren't trying to make revenue. Um, we're just trying to get people to vote. Uh, so on the charity side of things, that's what I'm now doing, um, you know, post-selling the company is I'm going to build something I think is good for the world. And the fact that it doesn't make money doesn't matter to me. Um, maybe it will someday, but nothing to worry about. Um, I think that's one thing, you know, and that's that's obviously a very, very personal choice. But I think the second thing is it's going to tell you what certain organizations look, look for. So if you think, you know, the path for your company is to sell to private equity or to sell to a strategic or, you know, to sell you know, to an aggregator, um, you, you know, that first experience will tell you what those different constituencies are looking for. And if you're going through a process, I would encourage you to talk to all of the, you know, all different types, because then you'll learn through those due diligences, through those, you know, cycles, what that type of organization is looking for. And that helps you make different decisions in your next company. Um, so if you do found something thinking, Hey, I, I know when I'm, you know, I've created something, uh, that is an add on to, you know, X, Y, or Z, and I want to be acquired by that strategic, you're going to make different decisions based on how the first one went. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, A, get to make your own personal choices um, and probably have a little bit more freedom to do so after an exit. Um, but B, is use those lessons. And then, you know, some of those, those things are best to you know set in stone early on. Um, but I think the last thing is they bought your first company because you did something great. So don't go change everything because clearly what you did worked. <laughs> Uh, and that's, that's another thing people forget is they're always, you know, constant improvement and constant iteration. It's good. Continuous improvement is important. Um, but don't forget what got you there in the first place. Oh, I love that. I learned that lesson the hard way. It wasn't even selling a company. I tried to start a different company and I was like, what the hell am I doing? But what I learned from that company was like, oh, this monetization scheme works with just the app style. Like don't try to do a brand new business that nobody knows you from. And so learn hard lesson, learn or lesson learned the hard way. Okay. Well, I love that. And what I would say too, Sarah, on to, to go on top of that, you know, we had somebody on full disclosure, they were a sponsor of ours, but we're working closely with them, Blue Throne. And, you know, a lot of people in the comments were like, Hey, I got an email from them. And then I, I think what you said, Sarah was like, if they email you, like, just talk to them, right? Like you're not selling your business. You could learn like, Hey, what's really interesting to you. And I think, and this is the, the, the take and why I love doing this type of stuff is like, I get to learn from people, talk to a lot of different people and just ask them a bunch of questions. And so then you become a database and you can see like, oh, they're looking for this. They're looking for that. They're looking for this. And it's like, all right, let me do go back and build on top of whatever 
that conversation led you to? Yeah, absolutely. You know, they, they, one of the strategies I've deployed my entire career is to constantly talk to people, constantly tell people what I'm thinking. Um, but then listen to what they have to say in response, um, follow their line of questioning. You know, even if it feels strange at the beginning, um, you're going to get a ton of advice and then take the best, leave the rest, <laughs> take the advice. <laughs> you don't take the advice. that doesn't, you can still smile and say, thank you. Um, yeah. but I think, you know, you're right. If, the, if, if somebody gives you a call, take the call, they're going to yeah. tell you why they called in the first place. That'll tell you what, what's standing out about your current marketing and your current, you know, presence. Um, but they're going to ask questions and then maybe they don't do it for, you know, a reason, you know, LTV to CAC ratio, there's something very specific that they don't like. Well, then, oh, great. That's something you can kind of casually work on in one of those quarterly goals that you have for the next you know, couple of years. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So many, sorry, you're winning the jokes in my eye. You got so many, what was it? Take the, leave the rest, take the best, leave the rest. <laughs> I like it. Hey, much like you, if there's a, if there's a fun little slogan, you actually remember it. And so I remember yeah. that and that, that it reminds me, ask people for advice, figure out what they think. Yes. I love that. And uh, I, I tend to think I overshare, but I love that. You know, you, you said that, Hey, talk to a lot of people and take the best, leave the rest. Okay. Let's go into round two, Sarah. Are you ready to tie up the dad joke round? I will go. Give me, give me some sound effects here. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I had to ding, 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 but do you want to start first or do you want me to go again? No, I'm ready. You went first. You won. Maybe, maybe it's first that helps out. All okay. right. Again, All right. voting jokes for our for our voting app. Uh, where did the ghost go to vote? Where? The voting booth. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I enjoy any joke that where you have to change <laughs> the way you talk. <laughs> Those get me. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna de admit defeat here because I was like I don't really like the one I found here, so I'm gonna go with something that I'm not feeling too confident on. All right, I'm gonna have a save on. I've been vegan for a couple of years. So I found this vegan joke. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's just go with it. What do vegan zombies crave? What? Grains. <laughs> I don't know. I told my wife that. I was like, I don't really get it, but all right, <laughs> we'll go with it. All right, put Grains. G. <laughs> That's pretty good. Grains. All right, put G if you thought Sarah was funnier and then put Y if you thought I won that joke. All right, we got Haven here. This is an app that I've seen a couple of these. So Life360, help find people, make sure your child, your family is safe. If you need help, you know, hold a button on. So it feels a little bit more like a local feel because you need to be connected to family. And then I wanted to, yeah. So this is one thing that I wanted to bring up. But Sarah, going into this, like, when you first launched ActiveVote, like what were you focused on? Did you say like, hey, we have we want to focus on Texas because they just have their midterms coming up. Let's focus all our energy in Texas. Do you think about it that way or how did you go about launching ActiveVote? So we split our decision in in two different places. So one was what did we want to build on a technology perspective? And I, I played with Haven a little bit earlier this morning, and I think maybe they've done the same thing. What We wanted to make a tech that the tech part worked for the whole United States yeah. um, because elections are national uh, and it's very hard to not do that. But the benefits are elections are national. And so, you know, 911 is national, right? There's a lot of stuff also about what Haven's probably trying to do that is nationally national from an infrastructure perspective. But then from a, you know, a data perspective or from a marketing perspective, we fully follow kind of election calendars. And so, yeah, Texas was in March. 
So, so all of February was all about Texas, but right now we're all about, you know, Tennessee, West Virginia, Indiana, uh, Nebraska, because that's, you know, that's who's voting next. And so um, you can, you know, for a shout out for anyone from those states who's listening. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can split, you know, I always think from a tech perspective, you want to be as broad as possible to avoid rework. Um, but that doesn't mean you have to roll it out that, that way. It doesn't mean you have to market it that way. Uh, you can be efficient on that side. I think that Nelson is in Canada because he sent me a link and it was a can Canadian link, but it, it looks like it's by students. And so, you know, maybe he's targeting that the the students and the college students first and foremost. So I like that there too. The He wanted advice on onboarding and ASO. So I'm going to go into ASO real quick using asomobile.net and then I'm going to go in here. So there's a couple of keywords that I was able to put in here for you nelson so as you can see this is just in the us right now so i can put canada but the safety locator there's not a lot right now find friends find family family safety those are probably better keywords for you and when i'm looking at your title it's safety alert and locator and you're using haven twice and you don't need that so this is a wasted space down here and up there and then what i would also say because it's in Canada. There's different keywords have different search volumes. So something that might be popular in the US might not be popular in Canada. So do the research for each country. And if you're specifically going in for the Canadian market, it might be just like, and generally what I found in non-US countries is the head term, the most popular generic term generally has the most traffic. Whereas let's say for example, GPS phone locator doesn't have much traffic in the US, definitely will not have much traffic in Canada and other regions, other English speaking countries. So maybe it's find friends, find family that you need to key in on versus safety alert and locator, because that's what most people are searching for on that end. I wonder too, I know um, this is dating myself, but a very long time ago when I was in college, um, you know, there was a college safety program, but it had a name, right? Um, and I wonder if those names would be good search terms, right? Mm. If you're at it, you know, a huge, and I'm thinking, you know, sorry, I'm a little U.S. focused here, but if you're at one of those huge U.S. state schools, right, that's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that associate this type of safety with the name of that program. I wonder if those would end up being good search terms. Yeah, I agree. And I know that colleges have good volume and low traffic scores. I'm sorry, good traffic scores, low difficulty scores. So I, that is one approach we use sports teams, colleges in any given region, region, go after them and use them in like your keyword field to really target those particular keywords. Yeah, I definitely great point, Sarah. All right, let me go into the app itself. Safe, stay safe. All right, let's register. This is funny. When it said my name is Sarah, I was like, oh, they know this about me. But apparently this person was Sarah for you too. Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Oh, my name is Sarah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> nice to meet you, Steve. Let's get your last name. Okay. I mean, this is nice animation. Good job. Uh, all right. Let me, let me finish this <laughs> on my phone. Doing these, Sarah, I just go like, oh, man, I'm sharing a lot of information about myself. Let's get me a user account. So I'm going to finish that up real quick. I'll narrate the rest. Almost there. Your email address. And then my password. 
is what I'm entering right now. I think social login is a lot easier. I don't know. I would have to look at the details of what that percentage is from download to creating an account. You know, some of our clients have done 50%, I mean, 70%. And I would try to aim for at least 50 if you can, but I would want to know Nelson, like how many people are downloading and then how many people are registering. Cause that's the first number I'm looking at when I'm thinking about metrics for scale. User, someone who uses save and save. Hey, if an angel is someone who cares about the, I like that, like the naming convention. Okay. I'll probably be both. Okay. Got it. I like how I can send an angel request with somebody who's going to be looking out for me via SMS. This phone has no SIM, so let's see what happens. Okay. So I can do that. I'll hit continue. Wonderful job. Continue. You probably want this to be always, but all right. Okay. I got to this point and I was afraid to click the button and I do see that you say we won't call 911, but I was petrified that I was about to call 911. It has been activated. It takes some time to take and everything tap when you're ready. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Well, I don't have any angels, so I don't know what to do here. I'm holding, but it's nothing's happening. Tap me when you're ready. Okay. We bad UI. Once you start emergency mode, your angels will send your, will get your status. Okay. See, if this is a tutorial, make it feel like a tutorial. I don't know. I didn't, you're making me tap this little tiny guy to keep going. Mm, okay. Now you want me to hold this thing? By holding on an empty hold on, I don't want button. Don't worry, it won't call during this tutorial. Again, I've taught this little tiny. I'm getting irritated. All right, hold the 911 button. Cancel. I don't know, Sarah. Did you feel frustrated going through this? I feel a little frustrated. I did stop at one point because um, yeah. it felt a little too difficult. It feels a little bit too much. I don't even know how to hit, end it. Hold down the cancel button. You know, I feel like if you're going to tell me to hold down something, like make it close to hold down this. Like, I'm a dummy. I actually liked the big button to hold down to do something, but then the, this doesn't need explanation. Like I liked, yeah. I thought it was a nice UI element, but then I didn't feel like I needed a tutorial to hold down the button. All right, so they are trying to do more campus-oriented. Looks like this, they got Ontario. So, yeah, a lot of, like, oh, they got some U.S. and stuff manually add. Oh, yeah, not a student. You're a fast learner. Let's do this. This is a long onboarding, Nelson. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get to your pricing page to help you out, but you won't get me out of this. Oy vey. All right. Hope that helps. Trying to get you here. One week of premium one on your Oh, man. I think he has to do more of this. I like the, Rassi says, I like the app concept, but I just feel like it was a lot for me to go through 
And I'm trying to help him by looking at his pricing page to help him with the monetization. Maybe it's not a big concern for you, Nelson, but like, I want to help you with that. But it was just so arduous. I don't know what the right word is, but I, I couldn't even get to that page. So I think, Sarah, you, you've anything you want to say on your end? I, I kind of felt the same, right? Like I, yeah, okay. like I said, I like this UI, the hold to start emergency mode, very clear, very easy. And if you're in an emergency, it needs to be, you know, very clear and very easy, but I didn't feel like I needed it, needed as much tutorial there. Um, yeah. I also thought for the angels, like, can you just import my contacts? Cause very likely I have the phone number of my angel already. Yeah. Um, cause probably I would call them. Um, and so there, there felt like on the angel setup, what, you know, why send a text? Can I just, uh, you know, and do they have to be on the app to be my angel or can they be my angel just because? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think that that would probably be easier too to do. Yep. I like it. Yeah, I think there's a lot on the UI front that you can get UX front that I think the UI looks great, but the UX needs a little bit of help. I feel like the onboarding was a little bit too long. So there's some advice for, for you, Nelson. And then hopefully the ASO front looks like it's Canadian based, a lot of stuff. So go after the colleges, like Sarah said as well. Okay. All right, Sarah. Well, I, I brought tally the score. You won the last round, four Excellent. to three. Uh, you got one more on you to end it? Oh, I've got two more, but these aren't my best. All right. Miguel says, gee, I'm a sucker for politics. So uh, he's, he's, you got to vote for him. All right. Well, we'll end with this. And uh, you want to go first again? Uh, sure, it went well for me, but, I, but these are not my best ones. Um, all right. Where did the politician take their spouse for something sweet? Where? On a candy date. Sarah, anytime you're changing your voice, I say it's a win. All right, I, I need I need to change my voice too. What is the biggest type of ant? What? An elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Once again, guys, it is activevote.net. It is only US, right, Sarah? So activevote.net. Or you can click all the way up if you're in the chat. I put a link in the very top of that as well or just search for ActiveVote on your favorite app store and you can find out. And again, my favorite feature is put in what you agree with, what you don't agree with, and then the app will tell you which candidates most align with your beliefs and go out there and vote. It's very important for all of that. So definitely leave in the votes or put in the comments who won because we got one last thing. Sarah, anything else? If the audience wants to connect with you and say thank you for coming on, do you want to send them anywhere else besides ActiveVote.net? Yeah, no, you can find me through here. So if you want to reach out, if you ever want to talk, uh, you know, entrepreneurs are great um, and I love them. So this is what makes the world go round. So thanks to everybody out there. All right, Sarah, we're going to go with the G, but it was close. Why? Thank you, Rudy. And then Rassi. So we're going to say two to one for now. You won. I owe you a cup of coffee. I'll send something along your way. So once again, it is activevote.com. Net and then Sarah's LinkedIn, if you want to ever connect with her, is in the YouTube description as well. And join us next week where we're going to talk about probably one of your guys' favorite topics, AdMob. How do you get the most revenues out of AdMob? If you're ad, if you're on Android, hugely important. And if you have been really monetizing through ads, we're going to show you the best practices to leverage AdMob and how you can really scale up those revenues so join us next week same time same channel 9 a.m pacific but we have changed time so if you're elsewhere and you don't do daylight savings make sure you tune in for that 
Sarah, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Awesome. Talk to you all soon. Thank you guys and have a great weekend. I'll see you next week. Bye. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.